Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure I direct your attention... Welcome back to The Think Tank, a podcast for life's deeper conversations. Hosted by Ethan Finn and Shay Sanchez, they dive into some of the most compelling topics. Join them as they go deep into The Think Tank. Welcome back to The Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan, and uh, joining me here on the couch, um, new location today, um, is uh, James Dimmick. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And Caden Warner, welcome to the podcast. What's up, everybody? All right. So, happy to have you guys here. Tyler, I thought you were playing spike ball. No one responded. <laughs> Do you want to come on the show? I'm all right. Okay. All right. Tyler's here, but he's not here. He's taquitos. He's here, but he's not here. Um, so, boys, uh, before we get into anything serious, let's. how about you guys introduce yourselves? Tell us who you are and why you're here. What's going on, guys? My name is James. A couple fun facts about myself is uh, I really like ice cream, and, uh, you know, I have uh, cereal for dinner. Every day? All day, every day. (laughs) Reese's Puffs all the way. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? I'm Caden Warder. Um, I'm actually Ethan's direct roommate, so we actually live with each other. So, kind of surprised I haven't been on the show yet, but I haven't been able to find the time to do it or whatever. Um, just heads up, I'm a little sick right now, so if I sound a little weird, that's probably why, but that's all right. A um, couple fun facts about me. Uh, I don't even know. I like to golf, so that's kind of cool. Um, and I'm, I'm an accounting major, so, yeah. James, what's your major? Maybe you say that. That'd help. Uh, what the, oh, um, well, I, I don't really like people that much, so I'd rather do homework. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's on a podcast because he hates people. Yeah, no, I'm, jo- I'm joking with you. I'm, I'm, I'm pre-med. Basically, it just ends up with pre-med, essentially. Yeah. Have you guys found it difficult adjusting to college life? Yes and no. It depends on like what aspect you're speaking of. As far as classwork, not really, just because I think classwork is the same wherever you go. Yeah. But as far as living on campus and like trying to balance like living on campus, but also being around like friends all the time and being able to cut it off, that's where it becomes a little more difficult. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, honestly, not really. Um, I'm not super, super far away from home, <laughs> but like a decent amount. But like, I don't know, it hasn't been too hard. It's been kind of nice like living on your own, you know, or not on yeah. your own, but like just away from your parents and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I really liked it. We've been pretty lucky, though, because we've had a pretty good, like, room dynamic. Like, I feel like if you don't have that, it's, like, way, way harder. Oh, yeah. I've I've heard horror stories of people that just don't get along with their roommates. Yeah. Like... I can't imagine. Like, if we didn't get along, like, that would suck. Like, this would not be nearly as good. But, like, since we get along, it's a lot better. And, yeah, I mean, the workload isn't terrible. I mean, it's just different than high school. Like, in, like, high school, like, they would teach you the, the, the material, and then you would, like, do homework on it at home. Here, it's, like, the opposite. You, like teach yourself and then you just like go over in class yep but i don't know i mean it's just a little different it's not too much it's not too much harder though to be honest it's just different must be nice to have that nice room dynamic though (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true yeah i actually think that is kind of rare like most people 
even if they don't have problems with their roommates, they just like find other friend groups and they're just like, yeah, I just have different friends. But I think like, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but like, we just, we're just like best friends with each other. Yeah. We just so. like, we just chill with each other. Yeah. And like, so. James, you're not in our room and we don't really even know your roommates to be honest. We just know you. I was supposed to be. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a very sad story. That was a sad story. James was supposed to be in our room like for a long time and then like. What was it, like a month before we moved in? It wasn't even a month. It was, like, even a, month. It was like a couple weeks. Yeah, it was a couple weeks before we moved in. Like, James got like moved out of our room. Got, and like, it was vetoed. really sad. Yeah, it was really sad. But uh, It was more than that. I mean, they may not have had a room for you until a couple weeks, but they moved you out of our room like two months before. Eh, I guess. I got the presidential veto, and I got moved over behind the stairwell. They just didn't want to deal with me. <laughs> I guess so. They sent you to MidCloud. They did. No, they sent me to Rockmont. I, I chose to move over to MidCloud because oh, I wanted gotcha. to be closer to this room for some reason. I don't yeah. know what I was thinking at the time. Because you're creepy. <laughs> he's, that's why he's here right now. He's always in here. He's in here a not lot. really. He's not. I thought you'd be in here more, to be honest. Be yeah. like, like When, when we, we first moved in, you were here all the time. I was like, James is going to spend every waking hour in our room. <laughs> no, no. Because you see, I'm like, I'm like uh, your other roommate back there, Nathan. I'm a pre-med. I'm just kind of stuck back there doing homework. <laughs> yeah that's true how'd you guys decide on your majors um well i think it comes down to looking at where you think the future is going so like will you have a job in whatever you have a degree in as far as will you actually enjoy the work versus is the pay nice compared to what you're investing into school so for me like pre-med there's always going to be healthcare. And no matter what you do, like robots obviously can't replace you all the way. And so <laughs> that and the pay, pay is nice. It's just a matter of, you know, putting in all the work. Sure. Yeah. Um, I chose accounting. Kind of the same thing. Like, I mean, a ton of people don't know how to do their taxes. And so, like, that's, a, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it gives you a decently paying job, like, right out of the gate, which is nice. Um, and then, I don't know. Like, I'm a pretty simple person. I like getting, like, good at, like, one thing and just, like, doing that over and over and over again. Um, that's kind of how I chose it. I don't know. Um, and also like accounting's kind of run in my family a little bit. Um, so I don't know. I think I've got the right mind for it and, uh, pretty good salary out of college. Like, you know, I, I would like to like, you know, buy a house, like not like right out of college probably obviously, but like, like decently, like I'd love to have my own house like pretty soon, like out of college. So I, you know, decent salary helps with that. But yeah, I don't know. Just kind of defaulted to it, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I might be the only one here in this group that chose a major that I'm probably not actually going to use, at least not in the foreseeable future, um, because I'm, I, I want to go to law school. So really, my emphasis or what might be become my minor is, is more of my focus. Um, I'm a business major, but I don't intend necessarily on starting my own business, at least not for a while, so... That's the good thing about business majors, though. Like you're gonna, like you're gonna use it pretty much, like wherever. You're yeah. Oh yeah. All the skills are very yeah. valuable in almost every profession, but yeah. Like I just, I don't know if I'll be, you know, starting my own business. Yeah, right. for sure. But that's that's, that's us in a nutshell. So, what do you guys, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys want to talk about today? I don't know. We had a good. <laughs> well. <laughs> we had, <laughs> look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Dude, what? James is freaking out. But anyway, we had a really good conversation last night about like family and like what like not only like do you want to have a family, but also like 
where would you be willing to like move or like you know stuff like that we had a pretty good conversation last night about that i thought that was interesting yeah no i i agree i i don't know about you guys but like i can't wait to be a dad dude that's gonna be sick those like we talked about professions and like majors and all stuff the the two goals for me in life be a good husband a good father it's true everything else comes second um, for me, it's finish school, pay off debt, and, and and then think about a family because you know I want to pay off that debt before throwing somebody else into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, Logistically that, speaking, yeah. yes, James, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of same with you. Like, dude, I can't wait to just be like play catch with my son in the backyard. Yeah, like, I don't know why. Like that sounds like that sounds awesome, but like, I mean, obviously that's still a long ways away. But like, I don't know. Just kind of something you have in the back of your head, like that'd be that'd be sick. But kid, it's a lot of response. Have you guys thought about like how much work and time like kids actually? Oh my god! I absolutely dude. love it. To be honest, like growing up, we did a lot of foster care, so there was constantly babies coming in and out of the house, and I absolutely loved it. You know, little six-year-old me, the baby would cry. I'd be sleeping next door, like wake up and like run over and barely get into the crib to like pull the baby out. I'm like. <laughs> Like, I, I can you. see you doing that. <laughs> I got you to stop crying. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, dude. Kids are, that is like, you don't even notice. Like, that's going to be so much work. But I feel like it's different when it's like, like, that's, 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 a, that's something you created. Like, you helped make that. Yeah. I know. And like, you get to, you get the opportunity to raise that and like carry on your family name. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I just, there's like, I think there's a different level of joy when it comes to kids versus like just obviously like other work. Like it's not going to, you're not going to wake up in the morning and be like, ugh, got to deal with my stupid kid again. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, going to be like, it's going to be like good, but like at the same time, like it's a lot of responsibility. Like you're like, you're literally going <clears> to <throat> shape what that person is going to be like for the rest of their life in like, what, like the 17, 18 years you have with them or whatever. Yeah. Or like they're officially under like your care. Oh man. That's, that's crazy. That's weird to think that like some people, a lot of people our age already have kids, Dude, which is I could not even imagine. wild. I, I can't imagine having a, having a kid. I don't know. I think something I that I want to start doing is like, I don't necessarily want a huge family, but I want a bigger family. Like not just one or two kids, but probably like three or four. Not, not, nothing crazy. Like those people, like, like eight kids, Yeah, that's. Deep. but like, I definitely want to get into more like, um, adoption or fostering and. You know, there's a lot of kids out there that need good homes. Yeah, that's you get that's the joy true. of like yeah. raising someone. I yeah. feel like adopting a kid is honestly like one of the best things you could do. Oh, definitely. Like, like giving a kid a better life, life oh, than they could have had. Yeah, I know. Like it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. How many kids do you guys want? Like I said, I'm thinking like four, but not 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 like four right there. I'm talking like one, two. Okay, cool. They finally hit middle school. Next two. <laughs> oh really? Okay, so you want like twelve year gap between the oldest two and the youngest? Really? Yeah, because like th think about it. Like the the times when people get most depressed is like middle school and high school. You always it's kind of nice to have a sibling there with you. Um, I, I don't know if you guys had any siblings with you in high school. But I am the youngest. Yeah, I had a sibling with me in high school, and um, I don't know. It just made it better, especially when it was a bad day or you got a bad test. And you see each other in the hallway. You get a you got to pick on each other a little bit, boost your day, but also, like, you're there if you need each other. And so, I don't know. I'd always send – I would always want to send my kids through in, like, pairs. Be like, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I Honestly, for me, probably, like, 
I guess it all depends on what the wife wants. Yeah. That, but but three that's for me. True. We're not going to get a ton of say in that. Yeah. yeah. I'll go out and sign the paperwork get a kid myself. Okay. <laughs> Adopt. Adopt. I, Surprise. I will... For, like, my personal goal is, like, probably no more than three. But obviously, like, it could change. That's that's kind of my thought. Like, I'll take this the wrong way, but, like, I really want a son. Like, I, I want daughters too, but, like, I feel... I, I don't, like, need a son, but, like, I kind of need a son, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't want any more than three. So, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I mean, maybe if I got, like, one daughter and one son, like, that would be ideal. And then I'd probably stop. If it was up to me, I would stop there. Just one and one. Yeah. But, like, if I had, like, two daughters, I'd be like, all right. My, my cousins are two boys and then the youngest is a girl. And I think that's, like, yeah. I'm going to have three kids, two older boys. Mm-hmm. Cause like, like older brothers are like older brothers are, are, are amazing because yeah. I want them to I want them to be there to like protect her. Yeah, and they and they toughen them up too. Yep. yep. You know. Yeah, it's true. And I think something that I found interesting and found myself thinking about the other day actually is how am I going to balance work with also trying to raise a kid, <laughs> especially yeah. depending on what job you have. Like, yeah. especially hospital life when you're there like fifteen something hours. Yeah. But then again, like for like hospital, like you have those, yeah, you have those super long shifts. But then, like, I mean, you only do this what two or three times a week. Like depends, depends. Ones. Like during residency, I think the average like general surgery resident works close to eighty something hours a week. Huh. What do you guys think about? Okay, say you meet someone, and she's got like a nice job, and like she doesn't want to quit her job after kids. Um, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. That's what I'm doing. I'm a cook and I'm a clean. I'm like you do, you girl. I'm gonna make lasagna tonight. What time you coming home? <laughs> I think <laughs> I will be ready. I think I would probably work part time. I don't think I could ever like just like quit working. Like if I was at yeah. home 24 hours a day. No, I, I guess. I guess. I mean, you'd be like. The, I mean, you'd like go shopping. Like that. That would be like your jobs, like grocery shopping and stuff. Like I think I would still have a part time job. Yeah, I would. I would definitely want to work, but then at the same time, like, you know, like I, someone has to be there with the kids. Yeah, that's true. And I, I am not gonna do this thing where it's like, yeah, I drop the kids off at daycare, and then you know you only see them at the end of the day and like maybe for an hour at the beginning of the day. Like that's, that's not gonna work for me. So like someone, someone has to be home at least to raise the kids. Yeah, I think like especially until they get into school. Oh yeah. Like once they start like kindergarten or yeah. preschool, whatever, like you can probably then get a job because they're right. going to be there for like, you know, both like what, seven or eight hours a day. Well, I think it's uh, getting to that point in the world where it doesn't really matter if you have the kid or you're staying at home or not. I mean, take for example, law firms in this case, uh, you can go through and do a video conference with a lawyer while they're at their house. That's true. You could do telehealth with a doctor through your house accountant you can connect with an accountant through TurboTax yeah. through the computer while they're at their house um, but especially with how the world's going I just leave my quote unquote day job and just go sit at home because I know sure. I still have work and I can still like provide and be there and not have to drop kids off at daycare and continue to bring in a full time income that's fair I, it's also like I mean that's it is crazy to think especially with COVID how there's like most jobs are shifting to at least provide online options. 
or, or from home options. So you don't have to go into an office every day. Uh, there's, I mean, I, I feel like there's an avenue with that for that in like ev- most every Dude, I mean, Yeah, you pretty much have to have that option now if you're like a company. Like, obviously not like a surgeon, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, most jobs. I mean, yeah, you can chill at home and and do however much you want to, and then just kind of sign out and uh, just yeah. enjoy yourself. I guess I don't know. You know, back on the surgery option, I think they're starting to try to work on like Bluetooth surgery robots. Like they already have like the no uh, way. like the microscopic surgery you know what I'm talking about where they just make those small incisions and yeah. go in with the mm-hmm. little robotic arms. They're trying to work on making that more Bluetooth. No way. Are you so serious? That, that would be so, crazy. So like <laughs> it's for surgeons have to be on call like twenty four seven so they can live like forty five minutes away from the hospital. Somebody comes in emergent, like, Hey, you need to be here in the next ten minutes. They'd be like, all right, I'm logging on to Wi-Fi now. Bruh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that scares me. But at the no, same time, that's where technology is going. It's, they want technology to be involved in everything, which is kind of a scary thought when you think about it, especially with how much like, personal information that we store on the Internet and should something happen, uh, how much would be lost. But Did you guys see that, yeah. that interview that Joe Rogan did with somebody who I think used to work for TikTok or something? And he explained... All the stuff that the Chinese government has access to Dude, because they own TikTok. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like all this information that they have access just by you having TikTok, mm-hmm. which yeah. is nuts. Dude, it's My brother was like, yeah, you got to delete it. And I was like, you're right, yeah, but I won't. Maybe. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's bad. I need my TikTok. They can have, they can have the information. I, I didn't need my videos. Yeah. It's, At this point, it's, it's too crazy. late. They, it's too late. They get <laughs> access to your contacts, your maps, like everything. Like yeah. basically your whole phone is like not safe. I mean, I mean, once you download the app, you might as well just keep the app. There you have it. Here that's a good it. point. That, that's yeah, that's true. true. I mean, they've already got it. I mean, yeah, what, once I you mean, download the app, might as well have it. Enjoy your videos. Yeah. But, but then they're like mining, you know, all the new stuff that you get on your phone. Right, but here's what, from what I've been heard, from what I was reading is you, on the Chinese side of TikTok, all they get is motivational videos. Like they don't get any form of entertainment from TikTok. Oh, sure. They yeah. only get like motivational videos. I'm sure it's very regulated. Because you know it is China, which you know, Dude, uh, yeah, no, like, like, what are they? I mean, like, what are, what are they doing with that information? Like, I don't know. Like, are they just storing it, just waiting? You know, they're probably gonna use it later on. Like, something should happen. They're like, oh, by the way, did you remember that we got all that information? Mm. Um, yeah, we need we need our money. We need a minimum right wage. I, I I think that's a very valid argument for like a potential World War Three, in the sense that like. World War Three is not going to be like you know how other wars have been fought. I think I think I think you'll see very like technological like interference. Yeah, it's gonna be like zip like you'll have you'll have like Russia or like whoever the whoever the antagonist is in, the, in this case would be like messing with stoplights and like trying to affect I don't know like technologically things from the other side. My parents are already preparing for that, man. They already, I, I, was sit, I was at home the other day, and I was grabbing some stuff on my way back to campus, and my dad opened up a box, and inside it said EMP shield. I'm like, what's that for? And he's like, the car. So if they launch an EMP, the car's still going to work. And I'm like, I'm like that's kind of smart, but like, why right now? I feel like that's the least of your concerns. Like, well, oh, is my car okay? Like, well, you got to think about it. Like, the quicker you can get somewhere, the quicker you can gather resources while everybody else is on foot, the better off you're going to be. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I don't but, know, man. If an EMP goes off, we're probably all screwed. Like, 
And no, that wasn't the only thing. He ordered like bags. He ordered backpacks that would protect like your phone against the EMP. Like, I'm like, you better throw a radio tower in there too, because <laughs> the radio tower is going down. I don't know why you're throwing your phone in a backpack. And if anybody starts World War III, uh, I believe it was Putin who was actually threatening nuclear war. Yeah, he did uh, that like the other day. Yeah, a couple of days ago. He's like, we aren't, we aren't even joking. So if anything it, happens... It won't happen. So yeah. yeah, it won't happen. But if anything <coughs> happens, it'll probably come from uh, that specific country. Yeah, well, that would be the most likely. Or, or China. I wouldn't even say China. I feel like China is too invested into their future. They're very... Like methodical in how they work, so where they don't rush in. Versus Putin is very um, hot-headed. Yeah, that's kind of goes in hard. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. I, mean, I don't even know if he's crazy enough to to start that. I don't I think mean, so. I mean, anyone with a with a brain knows that the moment you launch a nuclear weapon, it's like things are gonna get real bad real quick. In this case, he points a finger at one, and about forty-eight other countries are pointing back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. doesn't have too many allies right now. I mean, he's got China. He's got China. He's which got is, China. Which is a big one. Yeah, I guess that's all you really need. If you've got what, like, what's China's population? Like one point one point one billion. One point one billion. Yeah. So yeah, but you got to think about that though. Like the majority of them are just people living out in the countryside. Right. right. Yeah. Well, yeah. In terms of population, I mean, Shanghai, it doesn't matter really. Shanghai on its own is like what, like three hundred million or something. Like the, yeah. the population of the whole U.S. and like that one city. It's crazy. But like, like you got to think of like military power. That's what matters, because like this, the common citizens, they, I mean, they don't even. A lot of them don't even get enough food to eat. Like they're, true. yeah, it's not like an American where like, if you invade America, I mean, there's what like 1.8 firearms per person. Yeah, US. yeah. Like I mean, in China, they are not letting their average citizen have a firearm. There's no. Way. Oh no, no, no absolutely chance. Not. So like, I mean, if you think about it like that, yeah, I mean, the average citizen in China is definitely. Less dangerous than the average citizen in the U.S. Well, even even Ukraine, right? I think Ukraine is a perfect example of why, like, not arming your citizens is a huge mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Because when when Ukraine started, what is the first thing the government did? They're like, oh, wait, our citizens want to help, but they can't. Yeah. So let's give them guns. Uh, yeah. Imagine if they would have had guns. Yeah, I know. And they were already, like, and they already, like, personally trained themselves. Yeah. Like, dude, it, I mean, it would have been completely different. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Bro does not think it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. James, I actually, I wanted to ask you this earlier, and then I forgot, and now we're going back. Why do you want to adopt? Is it just because, like, your family did that, and so it, like... Well, yes and no. I feel like adoption in general, like when you hear about like where you were versus like where how you ended up versus where you could have been it kind of like leaves an impact but also it's just knowing at least like statistics behind it and that's the first time i'd have been able to say that word so you should be proud of me <laughs> <laughs> like there are a lot of kids that are just kind of sitting there and it's not necessarily like babies because babies are the first to go people want babies but it still older kids or you know they're starting to get older three four five that's mainly the area if i was going to go adopt i'd be like okay cool you didn't get this good start like everybody else is going to get but i can go for that three four five year old and be like okay we can start molding you here um just because i don't know it's just been on my heart for a while 
That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's a it's a huge problem, that, and I think more people, probably myself included, like should like consider that because people always say, oh, you know, adoption and stuff, but like, you know, a lot of times, adoption is it doesn't. It's I mean, it's not it's not an industry that like people are just like crawling after. You know, yeah, there's true. not, I mean, there's definitely a surplus of adoptees, I mean, of, or of orphans, and there's not as many people going after them. Well, you got to think about how people, like, put kids up for adoption. Nowadays, it's once a child, once a mother gives birth, they're asking, do you want to keep this child? Yeah. Um, it's also your police stations. You know, you can walk up at any point with a baby and drop it at the police station door and they'll take it, no questions. Fire, sta- fire station, take it, no questions. Uh, yeah. Really, any government facility, you can drop it off, and they'll take it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just kind of those sad moments when you realize, especially working with a family that works in like the emergency service area, with how many p- stories that you hear about people kind of just dropping kids off, and you're like, oh, well, I guess this is better than some of the alternatives that this kid could end up. But at the same time, you can, your, your heart kind of aches knowing that you can do something about it and kind of help them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's, it's, do you think that's a problem that, that like our systems are in place to just allow people to drop their kids off? Yes and no. Um, yes, in a sense that I feel like no matter what system you have set up, there's always going to be people that are going to abuse it, um, and kind of use that as a way to get out of responsibility because there's a difference between being a parent and being like a father. Like, a parent mm, is going to kind of do their deed and kind of just drop the kid off, whatever. Somebody else can raise it. I don't really care. Father's going to sit there and try to provide. Um, and as far as going back to the system being a good thing or a bad thing, it's also a good thing because even though you may not be able to take care of the kid, you could still try to be that father or that mother. It's like, I know I can't do anything for this kid right now, so I'm giving this to you because I know you have better resources to put this to put this kid in a better position. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like there can't be too many people that would just, like, like quote-unquote, dump their child at, like, a government place. Like, if you, like, have a kid, like, and it's yours, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's situations that would that would affect this, but, like, that would be so hard to just, like, drop your kid off and, like, you never know if you're going to see him again. Like, I feel like there's something that, like, inside of you that, like, if it's your kid, it'd be, like, so hard to do that. At least for me, but, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's situations where, like, yeah, like you said, like, being the real parent is, like, showing, like, yeah, I can't take care of this kid, like, and maybe someone else could take care of him better. But, like, I feel like there, there probably isn't too much as, like, dumping off of kids, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think you'd be surprised at how many people got themselves into things that they were not ready for. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, nowadays, especially with, like, hookup culture and how like how our world has just normalized and like reduced the value and the importance of like sex and stuff True. Yeah. that it's like people have kids it's like oh yeah I'm just gonna have another kid mm-hmm. or like oh I didn't mean to have this kid adoption or whatever and and that's that's unfortunate because I think like having a kid needs to be like a, a mature decision that you make with your significant other yeah yeah, no, that's that's true, actually. Yeah, especially, like, kind of around our age. Oh, yeah. Like, where we're at right now. Like, I mean, like, 
I don't even know what I would do in my situation if, like, I had a kid on the way or something. Like, that would be insane. <laughs> I mean, I have a buddy. Rest his soul. But, uh... <laughs> He had, he had a kid, like, as soon as we graduated high school that was not planned. And, I mean, he planned on going to college for, I think it was structural engineering. Like, he was a smart dude. Like, I mean, he almost got a perfect SAT score. <coughs> smart dude. And, uh, you know, this kid came out on the way. He ended up dropping out of school and just went and provided for this kid. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, it was just kind of inspiring to be like, okay, well, you know, if should should something happen and there's a kid there like he kind of provided that example on what to do um which even then like race from a young age of how you you bring the world in this life you best follow it through yeah all the way through yep (laughs) yeah yeah i was just gonna say i think like if i find myself in a situation like now or in the near future where you know something like that happened where someone i was involved with you know girlfriend whatever she were to have had a kid you know, I would, I would do what I needed to do to be there for her yeah. and the kid. I would say, you know, if I need to drop out of school, I'll drop out of school. If I need to get like two jobs, then I'll get two jobs. But like, I'm not leaving you and the kid. Yeah, and that's what you said again about like life altering. Like that would be life altering. Oh yeah, you know I mean? it would have to be. Like, I mean, yeah. if you want to take care of it, I mean, you couldn't. I mean, maybe if you were like a senior and you were like just trying to like grind through and fish it out real quick, but like that, if something like that happened, like any time with the next like two three years, like yeah, I mean, you'd have to drop out. And yeah, I mean, your life would be changed by that one decision, which is why it's such a big decision. And the, it, it, it sucks that culture now has kind of changed that life altering decision into something that's like, yeah, whatever, it's just a kid. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's, just, it's unfortunate, but yeah. Right. I think it's important to point out, I'm going to get a little biblical here for a minute. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, it's important to point out that even in when Jesus was walking around on earth, uh, Jesus had to point out to the disciples and the people these are children, like they are important. Because mm-hmm. at the time, it's kind of like the culture now. We, we're kind of stepping back into that mindset. We're like kids, whatever. And Jesus had to point out, no, kids are important. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like society, in a way, is pulling a full 360. Or, yeah, pull one, 180. 180. Mm-hmm. And going back in time. And yeah. it, it's kind of sad to watch. Because you're sitting here and you'll read something and you're like, huh, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I didn't even think about that actually, um, but like, I mean, kids, kids are the next generation, and I know everyone says that, like especially in church, it's like, oh, next generation, we care about kids, but it's different too when it's your kid, and I think, like, that's something that I think had the disciples had their own families, like they would have understood probably more than they did, because you know they're just like, oh, well, these kids don't matter, they're just annoying, they're nuisances, but like, when that's like your flesh and blood like on this earth i mean that's that's like that's everything i mean that and your wife or husband if you're a woman i guess or you know whatever you know that thing that you marry (laughs) your other half that's i think those are the two like i can't even now like i don't even have a girlfriend obviously i don't even have a wife i don't have kids but like i just can't imagine anything happening to those people what do you mean? Ha- like, what well, like, mean? like if something if something were to happen, something bad were to happen, like mm-hmm. my kids or my wife, like I would, I I don't know what I would do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would be, that would be, man. Yeah, I, I can't even like think about that. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm the same boat. I don't have a girlfriend or anything like that. But like, 
just thinking about like my future if something ever happened to like my kid or something like that would be like devastating. I don't know. I don't know what I would do in that situation. That'd be crazy. I don't know. It would take a long time, I think, to, to recover from that. Yeah. But, yeah. Take a look at history. There's been recordings of parents doing some crazy stuff to save kids. Yeah. You know, like running back into fires that you're like, there's no way to get through the door without getting, like, burnt up again. Like when there's a fire to go back in and save a kid. And yet they go through it and they do something crazy. And you're like, how did you do that? I think it's it's kind of just an interesting form to that you can't really understand until you become a parent, but it's just kind of cool to think about how love for another like human being can drive a person to do something that seems superhuman at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really a good point. I think love is is probably one of the strongest most um influential emotions or I guess like like more so than anything else. Like I think I think love can will drive you to do more things than fear will, more things than anger will, more things than any other, because I feel like it's the most powerful. All right. On that note, I feel like the kind of parent I'd be as I'd be the one that says, "Go out and learn by experiences." You guys ever had parents like that? Where like they're like, "Don't touch the stove." Hey, experience is the best teacher. Don't oh, touch yeah. the stove. 100%. I was the kid that they're like, "Don't touch the stove," and I instantly put my hand up by the stove and they're like, yeah. "Don't do it." I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, "Hey, if if you tell someone not to do something, that makes them more want to do it." Yep, you <laughs> gain knowledge. Yeah. When someone tells you the stove is hot, but you gain wisdom when you touch the stove and it is hot. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. My uh, my sophomore year history teacher told me that. Never forgot it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. What's okay? Wait, wait. What were you gonna say? You were gonna say? Moving on. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was gonna. This just came to my mind. What is something you had to learn from experience that was like the hard way? That was like really bad. Oh, um. No, I'm just gonna go with the obvious approach here, just because I feel like nobody's gonna say it, so I'm gonna say it. <laughs> And that's and that's and that's love is hard. Like any form of love, it is so hard, and nobody tells you how hard it's gonna. Like they can tell you, but no matter how much they tell you, it still slaps you in the face when it happens. Yeah. Huh. Do you want do you want to talk about it or no? Oh. <laughs> well, shoot! It all started six years ago. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, no, just regardless of any form of love, it could be a friendship. It could be it could be like romantic. Like, if your best friend stabs you in the back, it's like, wow. Like, I never saw that coming. And even then, that form of love is, like, hard to, like, still go through. And people prepare you, like, hey, people are going to be people. But it, I don't know. It's just hard in the long run, no matter what anybody tells you. You don't know until you experience it yourself. Yeah, that's true. I feel like you can, yeah, you, you definitely, you're right. You definitely can't prepare for it. Yeah. Um. It's, it's, uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in love, James? Absolutely. Really? I look at myself every day in the mirror and say, you are beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, no, I have been, I have been. Really? At one point, little, little, little fourth grade me. Okay. Well, that's. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, for some contact, you're a few years older than us. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been in love at some point. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't think that I have. I, I can't say that I have. I don't think I ever... Are we just saying this in the context of, like, a woman? Like, someone that yeah. you... Yeah, well, I mean... Like, like 
that's I feel like that's what most people mean when they you say know, that. Like, you know, like it doesn't count like your I mean obviously your parents is like that's dumb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that love for parents. Well, okay. Is yeah, dumb. No, no, I, I, sorry, yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't dumb, describe like, the love for my parents as I'm in love with my parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That'd <laughs> yeah. be a little. Okay. Mean. Okay. Okay. I, I, I get what we're talking about now. Uh, yeah. I would. I would say. I would say definitely like. In this case, a woman. Um, yeah. I feel like I don't know, and maybe I still don't know. I feel like it's something you have to experience to know, like really what it means to be in love. Yeah, that's that's true. It, it, it's a it's a different feeling than what you would think. Um, I don't know. I think growing up in like elementary, middle school, and then sometimes like high school, you get like giddy and happy around the person. Yep. Which to a degree, it still does happen when you get older. Um, it's just you find that your actions like start switching. Like, oh yeah, this movie just came out, or yeah, the boys want to go out. And you're like, oh, but I know this person. Uh, I know person Samantha. Samantha's feeling bad tonight, so I'm. Who's go- Samantha? No, I'm just kidding. Yo. <laughs> Yo, hey, 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 Samantha, I apologize if you're listening right now. I didn't mean to expose you like that. <laughs> but, you know, Samantha's not feeling great. And so, like, within a split second, like, you're choosing to go, instead of going out with the boys, you're going and you're running to get soup and doing this and that. And it's not even because you're feeling giddy. It's just because, like, you love the person almost in, like, obviously more than a sibling way, but you're almost thinking about them from, see, it's weird to word it that way from almost like a parental aspect to where you want to take care of them, but also at, at the same time you are want more with them. Yeah, no, that's for sure. I actually, I wanted to bring this up. I saw this post today on Instagram and I wanted to read it to you cause I actually, I thought it was really good. I think it was today. Hopefully I can still find it. Um, but it's about, it's about love and it's about how, um, yeah, here you go. Here's what it says. It says, if you and your wife are human, you aren't compatible. Two broken and sinful people will never mesh perfectly together. Love isn't finding your perfect soulmate. Love is choosing to lay down your life daily for another person. Oh, yeah, that's good. real. And so I, I think that's, you know, goes good with what you said because, um, you know, a lot of people, especially when they're young, you know, they think that love is just purely attraction, attract, attractional, attractual, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, attraction. Yeah, it's just, it's all attraction, right? It's all, it's all, oh, you know, you're pretty, you look good. Oh, I like when you, I like when you wear this dress or like, I, you know, when I hold your hand, like it makes me, I get butterflies, but that's like not love. That's just, I mean, I guess, I guess, I mean, I don't want to say it's lust, but like, it's, it's just superficial. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not, I actually care about you as a person. It's, I care about what you're providing for me, yeah. which I feel like being in love, like loving somebody is completely selfless. Love is not selfish. So I think that's probably where you start to know that you're in love with somebody is where you start, instead of thinking about like, oh, what does this person make? How is this person making me feel? It's like, how am I making this person feel? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah I'd say my best relationship was, it wasn't perfect, obviously, like you were saying. It wasn't perfect. We had a lot of a lot of things we had to talk about, a lot of things that we didn't see eye to eye on, but that, that was probably one of the best relationships that taught me how to grow a little more as a person. Um just because we didn't see it eye to eye and we were constantly thinking, how am I making the other person feel? Um, which, I mean, it, you could still be like that with someone and it doesn't work out. But I think no matter what, when you get to that stage, you're going to grow and learn from it. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because, I mean, like, I mean, women, like, just think completely different than we do. And we, women. And, and, and uh, vice versa. We think completely different than women do. Like, it's just 
I don't know. I mean, it's just how it is. So it's hard to like, you know, it's sometimes hard for us to see like from their point of view because they're like very like emotionally driven, and we're like, what is it like? What's it called? What logical. Man? Yeah, yeah, like logical, and like we like act, like action is like what men what men do. That being said, women, I'm not saying you're illogical. Either. It's just like it's just not the first in the country. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. put that in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. It's just like emotion is like their first instinct, or or not even even if it's not first. It's just more prominent. Yeah, it's more potent than yeah. Men. So it's just, so, I mean, yeah, it's just hard. It's just so hard, like to like you know mesh those two together. Like you, just, I mean, you just gotta figure it out. It takes time. But. Yeah. Do you guys feel like there's? I mean, well, obviously you probably don't, but do, do you think that there is like? Some people believe that there's one person who's like, like everyone has their one person that like they're the, they that they're the best with. Do you guys think that that's true, or do you think that it's? Are you talking like like you only have one true love? Yes. From a biblical aspect, yes, because I believe that like God puts you on Earth for somebody, for somebody. Like if you put it on your heart, then the, He specifically has selected somebody for you. But if you're coming from like the Disney perspective, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, God does have someone selected out there for you, but like, there's no way to know that. So, like, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to know it. But I'm saying, like, ultimately, when it comes down to one like true love, quote unquote, yes, there is that one true love. Especially if God has put a family on your heart. But then again, at the same time, like, you can feel love towards like multiple people, even though like that wasn't the one that God selected for you. Yeah, but I think once you find the person, like, you know. Well, okay, so what do you say about, like, people that get married and then, like, one of them dies and then, like, down the road, like, they, the, the, the other person remarries? Do you think that that's out of a sense of... Oh, yeah. Like, like what, do you, what, do you, what do you think then? Do you think that one of those people was more compatible than the other? No, in that case, I think it's... When you think about humans as a whole coming from, like, the biological standpoint... Like, we're very social people. Like, if you ever met, like, the, the dude in the hallway that's all depressed because he doesn't really have anybody to talk to, we're very social. So, obviously, to have somebody that you love die, like, obviously, you're going to want that more attention, especially if you're, like, older, like an up version. And in this case, Ellie dies an up, and he's all lonely. He comes cranky, comes kind of secluded. But when Russell enters in, you can see a little more brightness. I mm. think that's a good example of kind of how it would be to kind of go out and seek more human interaction not necessarily get married but get remarried but yeah i think it just comes down to people not wanting to be lonely in the long run which is an understandable thing would you want your wife to remarry if you died yes if it made her yeah. happy yeah i would too i mean yeah i mean i well yeah i think i would i mean obviously that would i mean if that's the best thing for her i mean yeah. I, I struggled with this for a long time because at first like my instant reaction was like no I was like absolutely not that like we we were like we got married it was like I, I wouldn't want her I wouldn't want to imagine her with another man and all this stuff but then like I asked my brother about it because he and he was like well yeah like I, I wouldn't want her to be alone exactly. and I was like dang I didn't even think about it like that mm-hmm. yeah exactly I, I wouldn't want her to be alone and it also, you know, you think about it, eventually, when everything happens, when it happens, there, there's no marriage anyway. 
which is which is weird. Like, there's no marriage anyway. Like, so are you I'm gonna like, see your wife in heaven and just be like, "What's up, bro?" Like, like hey, what's good? <laughs> just like shake hands, like fist bump, like. Yeah. But then on the other side, if like I was married and my wife died, I don't know if I ever would marry another. I feel like it's different for a man. I think so. I feel like Candy. it depends on the person and the context in which they die. That's true. Like if they die from something tragic, I feel like I'd be a lot more reserved and be like, just leave me alone. Um, but like what death isn't tragic? <laughs> no, I mean like, like, like a car crash or something like tragic, yeah. like sudden, like out of nowhere. Like sudden, but like I still feel like even if it, even if you like knew it was coming, like I still don't think I would. I don't think I could ever remarry. So I, I don't think. I mean, you know, I. That's a long ways ahead, but like I don't think I could see myself remarrying if my wife died. I I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I hope I never have to find myself in that. Yeah, position. I mean exactly. Yeah, but I feel like it's all very situational. I, I just. I don't know because if like if my if my wife were to die. Like, I don't know how I'd get from that point to then being like, yeah, I want to re-enter the dating yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know, yeah. especially if I had kids. Like, I, I really oh, don't know if I could do man. it. Yeah, and then, like, everything that, like, your new girlfriend or, like, wife would do, it, that, like, and it would, it would, like, probably, I mean, if you're in love with them, then it would, like, remind you of your <sighs> old wife. And, like, dude, like, that would be, oh, that would suck. I don't think I could do that. Have you guys heard the story of Jeremy Camp? Mm-hmm. No. Dude, that is... You ever heard the song I Still Believe by him? Yeah. That is such a sad song. Did you know that's written about his wife? Really? So basically, I guess he was he was like straight out of high school. Straight out of high school, was kind of doing some college. No, not straight out. He was about 20. Okay. Um, and he basically ends up deciding that he wants to marry this girl and come to find out that she gets diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Mm. And three months later, she's dead. How long into the marriage was that? Three months. It's so hard. And basically, uh, if you you guys haven't already, they made a movie about his life, actually. He's played by, what's his name? The the dude from Riverdale. (laughs) But uh, that song is, I still believe, was written about his wife. Just him going out and be like, you know, I still believe. And he ultimately ends up getting remarried. But I think that kind of puts struggles in perspective when talking about stuff like this. Like, I don't know how it would feel. Finally, like settling down, get, making all these plans, and then you know, three months later, it's all yeah. over. KJ yeah, KJ Appa. Yeah, KJ Appa. There you go. Yeah, oh, I, I, mean, I remember when this came out. It looks so sad. I, I never oh, saw it. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. It is a, so. It's such a sad movie. I don't know. I mean, three months. Like, man, if you were only married for three months, you're like, what was he like? 21, 20 something years old. I think he's twenty and something. Twenty, man. Yeah, I mean, that's so much of your life left. I think. I think in, like, that situation, I could probably get remarried. Because, I mean, like, you don't want to live, like, 60 more years or whatever of your life, like, alone. Like, that would be terrible. But, like, yeah. Yeah, I, think if, I think if you were married for more than, like, I don't know, like, any more than, like, 10 years or something like that, I don't think I ever could get remarried. Yeah, so yeah. he was 23 and she was 21. Oh, man. Yeah, this all happened terrible. in, like, 2001. Man, 23 years old. And that's that, so and hard. All that's already how you got. First of all, you got married by twenty three. Like that's a pretty early marriage. That, that's me next year. That's time, crazy. By the time you're married, <laughs> and then yeah, like that's five years for now for me and Ethan. That's one year like for you. It'd be that'd be so sad, so sad. I don't know how I would deal with something like that though. And yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely wouldn't be writing a song about it or t- making that song worship nonetheless. 
I would be like in the corner with my tub of ice cream. <laughs> I get the gravestone. You'd be like, you want a scoop? I don't know. Like, I I process things very, like, well, I'm an overthinker for one thing. Me too. But I, boys know I'm an overthinker. <laughs> oh, yeah, you is. <laughs> way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Um, but... I, I I like I take time I just I just think about it like I think problems and situations that have happened in my life I just think about it constantly until it's yeah. fixed always and so I can't even like imagine if that would happen to me oh. if that like oh. it's so awful yeah. it is and the sad thing is like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go rewatch the movie probably later tonight just to put I like no this is gonna sound weird but I like watching that movie. Just because it takes everything that I think is really, really bad and yeah. putting it into perspective of, oh, well, you think this is bad. How about that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, yeah. Oh, dang, I gotta eat at the calf tonight. Well, at least my wife isn't dead. Like, that would be terrible. <laughs> I know, my wife that I just met. Yeah. Hot take, though. I love the calf. Yeah, I, Arc- know. I, I think too, it's yeah. good. I just think it's like. It's redundant. Yeah, they need to switch it up a little yeah. bit. I don't know. I've got a super bland like a taste palette. So, like, I don't know. I can eat the same thing over and over again. I, I still like it. Cereal every day. How would you guys rate tonight's meal, by the way? Uh, what was it tonight? Was it you had cereal? I had I had cinnamon toast crunch. (laughs) Okay, I I guess it was different. They never had fish tacos before, so that was new. Yeah, that was something new. I thought that was chipotle tacos. Well, they had fish. You got the chicken. I got fish. Oh no, it's because I don't trust their fish. (laughs) Well, I'm still here at least at least for now. (laughs) But But, I just wish they drained the the chicken. Huh? All that oil. Oh gosh. Yes. Oh yeah. That was nasty. But you know what? It was tasty. So they, they must know my. T- <laughs> yeah, I saw Usually I the like, things that are the worst for you are the best tasting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, like the oils coming off the chicken are actually natural oils and they're good for you. Yeah, that's that's true. That's it just true. looks a little gross when you eat it. Oh. <laughs> This is what happens when you record a podcast in a this room happens. with a bunch of people. Okay, I actually really like this room, though, for, like, recording. Oh, like, yeah, on the couch. It's kind of a vibe. You know, you should get some sound panels for something. Yeah, we, we should, yeah. Well, we were thinking about this because the, the ma- I guess, the master bedroom, the A bedroom, is the biggest. We could bunk our beds and all six of us be in there yeah. and then turn one of the other rooms into a recording. Yeah, we just have a barracks. I don't think you could fit six beds in there just because there's the closet. You could probably fit at least four. four. Like four people in the room. Like the two beds where they're set up now, then you just bunk a bed on top of each of them. It's like cut off the closet. But no. That clears out one room. No, I think, okay, because there's that, you enter, right? And then on the left side, there's a wall. And then next to the wall is the bathroom. Just have the beds come off the wall. Then it makes like a little U to the bathroom. Maybe, yes. So technically, you could do it. You, You could do it. I don't think the school would be very happy with you doing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they would say to that. But no, they definitely wouldn't like it. That'd be funny. But then we could have a game room and like a recording room. and. Oh, yo. Oh, yeah. That'd be crazy. Fun. It's absolutely crazy. That'd be fun. Dang, we really uh, we really got into it tonight. We did. We did. I like that. That's good. That's the kind of stuff that we do here. <laughs> <laughs> think Take Podcast. No, only the highest quality of topics. Only the highest quality. Such as the calf. And loss. The calf, <laughs> the calf, marital bliss, loss. Yeah. That's that's what it's about. Marriage, um, adoption. Yeah, we did it. We did a lot of family stuff. That was good. I like that. It's, I all. think I needed that. That was good. Um, last question for you guys. Unless you want to keep talking. 
I, I'm good to keep talking, to be honest. I don't. That's better than me. All right. Never mind. You? Part two. <laughs> Just lay it on us and we'll see where it takes us. Okay. All right. Um, do you think. Well, this is kind of a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. There are no dumb questions. You sound like my teachers. Asked. Do you think that you will find your future wife here at school? Ooh. And if so, what's your like, like, like when, how soon do you want to find them? Oh, okay. So I don't know if I'll find her here necessarily. Like I think the chances are higher just cause I don't know. It just seems to be that way on campus. For real, my book, my book, I was literally graduated and he's, well, yeah, well now he's getting ready to graduate, but I literally, I was four years ahead of him. He's already gotten engaged. Like I saw his Instagram post the other day. I'm like, where did this come from? No way. He's like 20. 19? Yeah. He's engaged. I saw his post on Instagram the other day. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm getting old. I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if I do happen to find uh, the one here, I don't know. I probably wouldn't move on anything till probably after finishing grad school. It would be another like two yeah. something years, two, mm-hmm. three years. Just because that gives you a good enough sense of when. Unless for some reason the big man upstairs got other plans. He's like, you best go out and buy a ring right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I'm moving. I'm moving. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I will, but... I, I honestly kind of hope I do because um, after I graduate, I'm going to be in an accounting office a lot, and uh, there's not going to be a ton of women in there probably, uh, so I'm not too sure how many choices I'm going to have, but uh, and I think here, I mean, mo- I mean, most of the women, I mean, the good, the good thing about about this oh, about sure. this place is that, uh, yeah, is that. Well, I guess you don't know 100%, but you have a good chance at knowing that they are a Christian, which is a great starting point. That eliminates one uh, one necessity off my list. That's which yeah, is, which is good. I, I don't. I'm, you'd be surprised. There's quite a few girls. Yeah, here. well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We'll, we can talk sure. about that in a minute. We can talk yeah, about yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I got, I got like, a segue. <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't know for sure, but there's a good chance that they're a Christian. So that that crosses one thing off the list, and. Uh, Another thing is that, like, I mean, it's college, like, I mean, especially with us now, we just moved in, all all of us from different places and different places in life, and uh, they all, they just threw us all onto, like, a relatively pretty small campus, and we're all living here now, which is crazy to think about, but uh, I don't know, I I honestly think I will, I, I think, I don't know, I mean, obviously you never know 100%, but I think I will, hopefully, and... The second question was how, like, how soon would you want to find them? Um, I would say, like, honestly, I don't think that really, I think as long as you meet them, like, when you're here, well. I just don't want to be, like, in a situation where it's, like, end of senior year, and then I finally meet uh, the one. Yeah, uh, I I think you would, okay, I think before senior year, if, if it was the one, it would want it to be before senior year, because that gives you a whole year of living on the same campus to kind of figure out a few things and then go from there um, yeah but yeah i mean obviously i don't think i want to marry anybody like until i graduate like i feel like that's got to go first and then you can go from there Cause right because then, then i mean dude, once you graduate from college you're like 
you're free. Like it's you can do whatever you want. Except for those of us who are going to grad school. Yeah, except yeah. for you. Or, or law school. So, or, yeah, well, yeah. So I guess that will. Whatever. But then again, that's different plans, though. Plans yeah. do change, and if I, yeah. if I would have, if you would have told me what I would be doing, you know. 10 years ago that I'd be here and everything I, I wouldn't have known I would have no idea I wouldn't I probably wouldn't even have believed you so yeah. life happens and, and I think it's it's definitely possible maybe it doesn't happen maybe maybe I meet her tomorrow we go exactly. get married by next week there you go yeah it's crazy like you definitely never not. know if one of the girls you pass by on your way to class is just gonna be the one that you're with the rest of your life isn't that weird it's honestly kind yeah, of that's, scary yeah because there's girls that like when I left when I left after graduating high school, I come back in and we're crossing paths again. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like, is this how it's happening? <laughs> it's so crazy. Which brings me into a question that I had for you. Um, what are these requirements? What are you what are you looking for in a lady? Like okay, if true. she like I if like she this. wasn't this like if good. she wasn't let's say you meet the girl, like she's got she's met she's every the other one. requirement. She's the one. But but she's not a believer yet. Mm. Would you still, but you feel that pull, you feel yeah. that pull there. Would yeah. you still go for that or, I mean, or would you be abandoning shit? Uh, she's got to be open to it. Like she cannot. Or she, searching. She's got to be searching for like some sort of religion or like. Yeah. I wouldn't say searching. I think as long, if she's the one and she's got like a perfect personality and like things just like click, um, she's got to be open to it because like if you are not on the same page religion wise with the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with it is going to fall apart real quick yep like especially when it comes to raising kids oh yeah i I don't know how people do it like i know people who's like their mom was like muslim and their dad was like jewish like i'm like what is this i don't know how that a relationship like that makes it past a year to be honest oh yeah because like i mean even like a couple conversations end with somebody and you're eventually going to get to that because i mean it's a a huge deal so like I think if she was open to it, I think I could still I think I could still uh, do it if she was willing and open to accepting Christianity. I think so, but um, yeah. I mean, just I'm not saying this is a blanket statement, but something I've noticed is especially when you start talking to people, something that you see is like they're like, oh no, like uh, uh, they're more um, uh, what's the word? Closed off. Not even closed off. They're, they're spiritual. They're spiritual. That's the word they use. They're like, yeah, there's something out there. Just, you know, not God. And yeah. I'm like, so well, it's like, what else could be out there? And they're like, I don't know. But like my energy, my Zen uh, is just yeah. glowing That's, this that's like Scientology. Yeah, dude. Hey, yo. A little bit. Dude, it's weird. If you've ever looked inside that church, because I got bored one day, not going to lie, I went over there. <laughs> you went inside? I, 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 I glanced inside real quick. I got curious. But they got a Buddha. They got a Buddha poster in there. But they also got like crosses, and they also got like they basically took all the religions and just. Yeah. Don't they have a swastika thing. flag in there as well? Oh boy! You know, to be honest with you, if if they did, I probably just subconsciously like. Whoop. Yeah. Well, I guess we probably for those who don't know, we live. We're on a Christian campus, and there's like this Scientology church, like literally, like. It's almost on campus. Like it's pretty much on. Like that's like where you have to park if you can't get a good parking spot. You have to park <laughs> at the Scientology church. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. <laughs> no, we had to come up with an agreement with them. We're like, we get this half yeah. the parking lot. You get that half. Yeah. We won't cross yeah. the line. Uh-huh. But it's it's kind of funny. But uh, yeah, it's just like this big white dome, and it's just like pretty much on campus. And it's just like it's kind of funny because their beliefs are just like 
completely different from ours and we're like on the same piece of property you know but we have fun with them though like the time we left the toilet up on the dome you know <laughs> i don't I think that was there for that <laughs> that's so funny i think i honestly don't think i could do it like originally and this is very immature of me i guess but like when i first started high school um and probably close to like my junior year even i was like I was very much like apprehensive to make a definitive answer on whether or not I would date or marry someone if they weren't a Christian. Because for me, I was like, well, what if, what if she's like really perfect and all that stuff? But like, honestly thinking now more in terms of like a long term marriage, kids, all this stuff. Like I, I cannot, I, I don't think I could do it just because like, every, like that, that is who I am. And so like everything about the way we raise our kids, how we interact with each other, like our views on just living would be different. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I could not do it. Yeah. It'd be crazy. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't think I could do it either, but it would be, it'd be something. It'd be definitely a challenge, but I think that's, that's gotta be the priority for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think for the most part, when it comes down to is it doesn't have to be like, a super streamlined relationship but the question is are you still working up that road because for some yeah, people that's it's, a pro- it's a process it's oh sure process. Yeah. some of us are like from birth you're like i'm here and from for others it's like oh yeah well i kind of noticed this and this person kind of planted this over here and they, you have to take all these baby steps but i guess mm-hmm. if they're still willing to kind of work towards it even whether they acknowledge it or not yeah yeah okay yeah i think i'm gonna change my answer to that they got to be at least working towards something to do with Christianity. Yeah, I don't think willing or open is enough. Like, I think, yeah, I think they got to be, like, somewhat pursuing it. Well, and certainly by the time I get married. I mean, obviously dating, yeah. like, yeah. there's wiggle room. But, like, uh-huh. when I get married, like, I, I can't have a question of, oh, like, yeah. are we going to be on the same page about raising kids together? Yeah. That like, that's everything. that's kind of a non-negotiable. Yep. Um, For sure. But, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about the, uh, the women on this campus. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, ooh. Where do we want to start? I don't know. Here, I think we start okay, with this. Okay. okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. Let me let me just say, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the beautiful Christian campus that we're at. Uh, I don't know if you know what campus we're on, so I'm not gonna say it. But uh, on this campulation, we have a beautiful split of thirty percent male and seventy percent female. That's what I was gonna say. So theoretically. <laughs> There, there's a whole lot of females and very little males. Thirty-four sixty-six. Let's be fair. Thirty-four sixty-six. Okay. Thirty-four sixty-six. <laughs> yeah. But uh, point is, you walk into any classroom campus, you'll find about three guys, and the rest are female. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Which is great. It leaves room for <laughs> options, but at the same time, it means that the more options there are, the more diverse those options become. Oh yeah. I mean, and I think the same can be said about the guys. In my, like, honestly, I, like, there's a fair amount of guys here as well who are very much red flags. Oh yeah, <laughs> me. No, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. We like him. We'll keep him around for a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. There's like twice as many women on this campus as there are guys, which is insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Where do we want to start? I, well, you know, we'll start with the obvious. Because there's so many women on campus, first of all, they're always wanting to look out. and They almost, all of them instantly seek a guy friend. 
like a guy friend to specifically just friend zone and talk with about guys. <laughs> don't don't become that guy. <laughs> Instantly. Like within week one, I had like three girls approach me and they're like, hey, you want to come have lunch? And I'm like, that's because you have the unspoken ribs. Yeah. You have, yeah. No, it's just because it's because I, I get something else going for me, Mr. Dark Chocolate. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, no, but no, it's like they instantly are seeking for a guy friend to talk about guys with. Yeah. I might have been the only one to notice that, but I'm like, mm. no. Uh, I will never be that guy. Like, I isolated myself in my room. I, I will never days. put myself in a position where, like, a, a, I mean, I guess more, especially if a girl I'm into, like, I'm not going to let her just make me the guy that she talks about all her guys to. Yeah. I won't do it. I couldn't stand that. It it's pain. On the girl. Especially if I had any, like, emotion towards that girl. Like, oh, I kind of like this girl, and she just talked to me about all of her other guy friends. Like, that, that would suck. I wouldn't want to do that. I think it depends on the situation for me. Like, obviously, if I see a girl's having, like, a really bad day and she wants to vent. Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's, yeah. But as far as the day-to-day, like, for the first two weeks of school, I hid myself in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I'm, I'm waiting for the positions to be uh, filled. That was kind of the opposite of us. We were we, kinda, we went out early. We, yeah, we started early. We, uh, but it, it wasn't like yeah, that. Yeah, you did. No, it, was, it, no, wasn't, it no, wasn't like that. No, it wasn't weird at all, but, like, we were just... I we mean, were just trying to meet people and make friends. Yeah, and, like, no. we were... Like, our room was already kind of clicking, so I think, like, you know, we were just having fun. Like, you know, trying to meet people, stuff like that. Yeah. First week was crazy. First first week was... Dude. Insane. Yeah. It, it really was. I think... I don't know. I think, I think like, some things I, re- I wish I would have done differently. But at the same time, it was just a good experience. I thought it was a great experience. I had a great time. I did too. Oh no! I, it was a great time. Just certain people. I wish I didn't involve myself. I, I would. I would. I definitely probably would have just thrown myself out there more. I'm pretty antisocial when I don't know people, yeah. <laughs> and so I just kind of sat in my room. I'm like, oh look, they're out playing spikeball. <laughs> it looks nice. Yeah. Like he said, he hates people. It, it depends on the person. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's. I'm actually quite surprised because I. I don't know what I was thinking is that I was just like, oh yeah, Christian campus, like everyone's going to be, everyone's going to have the same ideas on things and especially in terms of relationships, like everyone's going to be on the same page and it's going to be just like, just great. And yeah. it turns out that everyone here is actually human, which is crazy. To me. I don't know why I was under the impression that people were going to be inhuman. Everyone's an angel. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I just. It is a bubble, right? But at the same time, it's also like you get you get a taste of like people from all over. Yeah, which yeah, that, and that's a lot different because in high school, I mean, you, I mean, you may not be all from the same place, but you're all living in the same place, and like for the most part, you're all from the same area. Yeah. So like you all kind of have like the same like you, you same culture, same kind of. I mean, here like we got people from everywhere, man. It's crazy, and like they're all from different cultures. They all think different like ways. It's just different. I don't know. Everyone here is so different. It's weird. Yeah. But I will say this. Everyone, no matter who they are, is like nice. Yeah. At least in my experience. Like I have yeah. not met someone who's like, oh, you're, you're yeah. just a jerk. I say there's some that are passive aggressive. Yeah. There's oh, some yeah. That are like, sure. Yeah. yeah. But for sure. the most part. For the most part, everyone here is very, very nice. It's like I don't feel uncomfortable going up to anybody and just talking yeah, to them. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I don't know if that's uncommon because obviously you can only go to one college. Or well, you don't eat well. 
Not well. <laughs> not, not, I feel targeted. One one high school maybe. I still feel targeted, <laughs> but uh, but you can only be at one college at the same time. So like I don't know how it is for other colleges, but like here, yeah, I mean it's super friendly. Everyone here is friendly. Everyone here is usually has a smile on their face. Um, yeah, and, and I love it's it. It's easy to go up and talk to people, which is awesome. At the same time, there's some people that with very different ideas than uh, than you have. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Dang boys. I think on campus you'll find about three, about three different kinds of girls. You got those that are academically smart, but like, they like they're kind of reclusive. And they're not really searching for a boyfriend. They're not really Usually. searching. Yeah. Like oh, there yeah. are some girls where like I'll sit there and they'll be like, "I'm sorry, this is my fifth essay. I have to write today. Like, go away." <laughs> Respectfully. <Yep. laughs> Then you have the girls that are really like social and want to get out there and chase it. Like their grades are all, their grades are alright, yep. but they're not the academic <laughs> yeah. ones. Indeed. And then you got the ones that are just they're that they are just here for the social life. And I, I've only <laughs> oh. into a couple of those. Oh, my but that's hilarious. ultimately what it breaks down into. That's awesome. That's fair. As you were naming those out, me and Ethan were looking at each other and we were thinking of the exact same people. Like <laughs> we were thinking of the exact same. I, people. I think the same can be said about the guys too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Except there's one, there's one, there's one sub, there's like one subset to both of those, which is the athletes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. However, in the athlete yeah. section, that could be broken down into to two categories. There's those athletes that are coming here for the religious purposes of it because they think it's a good school, and there are those that are here just for the scholarship. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think oh, that's man. easy to see that. Dude, you don't even believe. You know, athletes I know at the school that are like, it's like obvious that they're literally only here because they're getting paid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, well, and there's certain sports, too, that just have a reputation on campus. Like, I was talking to my coworkers, and, like, the baseball team, just as a whole, they just have a reputation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've had that for a while, because my sister has been here for a little bit, and, yeah, she says the same thing. Yeah. And now I know a few of them, so (laughs) I am aware. But, but again, I, I feel like that's, at least for me, like, in high school, there was all those kinds of people as well. Yeah. And so I, I going here, I was just expecting it to be different. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is different. It's definitely very different because I went to a public high school, but it's there's still a lot of the same elements, which is funny, right? Because I, like mm-hmm. a lot of interactions I have with people, I'm like, wait, you're just like these people in high school. Yeah. Wow, you have not mm-hmm. changed at all. But yeah. Um, so in those categories that James listed out, where would you guys say you're at? Ooh, good question. Ooh, um. Well, it depends, because like I said, I'm I'm like, I like being social to a degree, but I also know that I came here for school, so I would say I'm a mix, probably between the first and second, mm-hmm. first, which is like the like academic, like go away, and, uh, and the grades are all right, but I can still be social. I'm definitely, the grades are all right, but I can still be social. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I'm... I'm definitely not only here for the social aspect. In fact, I actually, I think I've been more social and I've done more things than I intended on doing when I came here. Yeah. In the sense that I, I just, I wanted like my, my main focus coming to school here was just do well, get a degree, move on to the next part of my life. Um, obviously I am very social, so I do, I do enjoy that kind of stuff, but it wasn't like the forefront of my mind. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's taken a bigger role than I expected it to, but it's it's also been really fun. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think yeah, I think I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, obviously, I mean, you're you're 
the reason you're paying this school is to get your education, which is important. But at the same time, this is like the most unique part of your life. Yep. And definitely. so like, you know, the social aspect is huge for me. Not only like with guys, but also with girls. Like, I'm not saying I need to, but like, that'd be great to find the one here because like, yeah. you know, it, it, this is like probably not, I'm not going to say the easiest, but like, you know, the most like opportune time to, because I mean, you're living with like a thousand other girls on campus. And, I like, would say it's like the best opportunity too, in yeah, the sense that like exactly. most yeah. of them are at least somewhat like-minded. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah. in the real world, you don't find that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I'm not saying I need to find the one here, but like if I did, that would be awesome, and I and I kind I I kind of hope I do, um, because yeah, like you said, this is the best time to. I mean, we're all getting to the age where like you know, for the most part, no, definitely not all, but like we're getting pretty mature, <laughs> I think, maybe not, but like you know, we're getting to that age. We're like, what's the average marriage age like? 27 I'd say late twenties like to mid thirties. Let's yeah. find out. And like you know, you're are you twenty one or twenty two? Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. And then, the old man on campus. Yeah. The, word, the word. median age for uh, marriage for women is twenty eight years old. Twenty eight. Okay. And the median age for uh, for men is twenty nine years. Yeah. Old. Okay. So like you know that's still a ways away, but like still like this is the best opportunity to find the one. Yep. While you're living here, both pursuing an education with kind of the same general mindset, you know? You know, and I will say, especially on this campus, there is one group of guys that I'm a little jealous of, and that's the nursing majors. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dude, they've got so many options. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. For those of you who don't know, uh, in just this incoming class alone, out of every nursing major that was declared, which was one of the top five majors, uh, there's only three guys in the entire major. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing against nursing majors because like my, my sister's a nursing major, so it's awesome. But like, I'm not sure if I could, I'm not sure if I could date a nursing major. I mean, that junior and senior year, I mean, you will not see them. <laughs> to be honest, really? I think it'd be kind of sure. nice to date a nursing major. Really? Because okay. you gotta you gotta think about it from this aspect. They're a nursing major. That means they <coughs> care about people. They want to take care of them. They're true. hardworking. They're smart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, sure. They're gonna take some time away to like focus on them, which should which be, is great. Yeah. Which which is to be expected. Yeah. But at the same time, their clinical is at most or twelve hours. Yeah. I, I think that's the kind of the challenge though. Just of college dating in general is that like. Like most people that in their marriage, they, they struggle the most like when they're first getting married, which is usually like in college or right after. And for this reason, if it was in college, you know, it'd be because you don't see them as much. But I think it's like working toward a goal of eventually like yeah, getting to spend yeah, that much time with each other and eventually like knowing that your life is going to be easier together mm-hmm. at some point. Like I think that's yeah. that's what you look for. That's a good point. Yeah. I get, yeah. If you want to keep that relationship going, start that pot. Start that, start that, uh, what was it? What was the, where was the vacation and up? No, I'm talking about? Oh, um. Oh, the fall, the, the yeah. waterfall? Yeah, the waterfall pot. Go ahead and start that early. Give you something to look forward <laughs> start to. Start early, yeah. Give you something to look forward yeah, to. that's true, yeah. I mean, I guess it's only two years, and like, that's a pretty important two years, though. And I guess you would still see them, just not. You'd still see them, it's like, they still take classes on campus. They're just gone towards the end. Well. No, they don't really take many classes on campus. They do. Yeah, no, they, have, they have class like, on Friday. 
because they don't have. Yeah, but it's not on campus. Yeah, no, yeah, my, sis, my sister hasn't had a class on campus in like two years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? It's crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, she's always at the hospital or, or in a lab off campus or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you guys have maybe convinced me again. It's like that. That's a good. Uh, like they're going to achieve something. <laughs> maybe it would be good at law themselves. school. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Yeah. I object. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, a lot of things to think about. Um, I am, I will say that I feel like we might be able to keep talking, but I feel like we should wrap it up. Cause I gotta go to bed. So, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go yeah we got, we got, we got class. We got stuff to do. Hey, speak for yourself. Some of us are dumb at classes. Well, I gotta get up in six hours for work. So oh, that's unfortunate, but here we are. Um, well, thank you guys for coming on the show today. Um, I feel like we actually talked about a lot more than I even had planned. So. That's really great. Um, That's awesome. I didn't do this on the last couple episodes, but this is what I normally do with my co-host. Um, plug your socials if you want people to follow you. We'll link them in the show notes below, but just you can say them on the show. Sure. Um, Instagram is kind of the main one I use. It's, uh, let me just make sure I'm saying the right thing so I don't. You don't know don't, your own social media I handles. think I do, but okay. Kaden, it's like people that don't know their own phone number. <laughs> Kaden, C-A-D-E-N underscore Warner 24. If you want to follow me on Instagram, sure. Um, that'd be cool. I like to talk to people, so, you know, if you want to reach out, go ahead. That'd be cool. What about you, James? All right. For all you party people out there, if you guys want to go ahead and hit me on the Instagram, the Snapchat, uh, the Be Real, um, all of it's going to be James, J-A-M-E-S, dot is in a period, Dimoc, D-I-M-O-C-K, six. It's pretty basic, honestly. <laughs> Solid. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, that's all we got for you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Ethan. Yeah. I'm your Appreciate host, it. Ethan. Appreciate and we'll see you guys next week. Think tank. Thanks for listening to The Think Tank. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can email Chase and Ethan at thethinktankcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thinktank.pod or on TikTok at thinktankpodcast. The music of Think Tank Podcast is recorded and produced by Corbin Finn.